bigger fish to fry, like David, who tweeted at me and said, Love in the 24s, but Stephen Fry is the British Prime Minister, not the English one. Obama isn't the president of Utah. Hashtag Scottish rage. Whatever. Vote for independence already, okay? Gotta get out from under the yoke of Stephen Fry's oppression. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to survive on a totally chips-based economy, but I think Scotland can pull it out. That's right. I may not know that the British Prime Minister is not the entire English Prime Minister, even though I don't really fully understand what the difference is, because if you're Scottish, you're not English or British. But I do know that you guys call French fries chips. Sounds and that so apparently funny. Scotland is famous for consuming many of them. <laughs> All of my knowledge of Scotland comes... Yeah, all of my knowledge of Scotland comes through uh, Frankie Boyle bits, so you'll have to forgive me. In defense of Prime Minister Stephen Fry, or I guess America, we're working our asses off here, <laughs> Prime Minister Stephen Fry. We're doing our best. Gosh, get off You're my back. You're telling me he's sick? Send in MI5 so that many of them, many of them will die. <laughs> Talk, that was like the most backhanded, I don't even know what you want to call it. But I, I feel like it was 24's backhanded compliment to maybe the British or to America that, like, Jack Bauer infiltrates this whole place, saves a British, uh, you know, SWAT team member or, you know, MI5 infiltration dude, while every other or, like, you know, seven of the other MI5 guys get shot by a ragtag bunch of arms up. dealers in a garage. <laughs> it's like three of them, too. <laughs> there were way more MI5 guys. And then... To add insult to injury, Jack Bauer's just like, I'm taking Sebchak. <laughs> and they're like, uh, you can't? <laughs> he's a criminal or something, maybe? He's certainly a suspect. And he's like, just, I'm I mean, taking look at him. Sebchak. Just look at him. That I mean, he his face murdered somebody on the way in. He's got a tattoo that he's cut <laughs> to donate to donate his denote his murders. I mean, I have to assume that. I'm well, I not- don't think it's possible. It's possible that the MI5 guys would not know the symbolism of, you know, Eastern European gang tattoos. However, that said, his face is telling the whole story. Yeah. I mean, that guy can never fly anywhere. It's like as soon as you show up at the airport, uh, sir, you're, you're wanted for a murder. We don't know which one yet, but we're certain you're going to be implicated shortly. You know, Sepchak, you look a lot less like a, an unredeemable criminal if you just let your hair out grow out a little. And got like, some sleep. Yeah. Holy crap. That's half it's the like, reason you know he killed somebody is because he looks like he never sleeps because he sees the tortured faces of all the people he's murdered. Sleep is when I do all my murders, though. <laughs> yeah, so he's a sonambulant assassin. Yeah. Putting together the rifle in his sleep. Aiming it. He's still wearing his Winnie the Pooh pajamas. <laughs> He's got, like, those grown-up footies. Yeah. A little bit of tooth- it's toothpaste a at the corner of his mouth. I mean, I would if I was Jack, I don't know if I would have bailed Sepchak out. He got taken out like a straight punk. Mm-hmm. It does seem like he's lacking a little in the, like, situational awareness department if five dudes can sneak up on him. On a was- roof. He no was squinting less. really hard through that scope. He didn't hear the pitter-patter on the tar paper. 
Well, it's not even like the pitter-patter. Like, how could all the gear that those guys are wearing be so secure that, like, nobody's, you yeah. know, lucky rabbit's foot chain would dangle against a grenade they were also wearing? S- straps are jingling. The little thing on the back of the MP5 that holds the strap clanging on the back of it. Come on. Well, you know that one of the British guys would not be able to avoid tittering at him for having allowed himself to be snuck up yeah. on. That somebody would have had, like, an exasperated sigh. Yeah. Oh, pip, pip. Huff, 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 Speaking of British, nice stiff upper lip, Jasmine. <laughs> or Yasmin, as I discovered from the subtitles. And I was like, wait, what's her name always? Yasmin? Yasmin. Uh, uh, I was just mispronouncing Yamin. it. Yamin. Yamin. Yeah, she's pretty, uh... Put together for an eight-year-old that just saw her mom get murdered Dude. by her aunt. Yeah, she kind of went straight from shock to I long for revenge. Yeah. You know, she spent a little time cowering behind a hospital bed, but she got it together pretty quick. <laughs> That's a tough kid. Kids really do bounce back. That's I what hate they always to, say. I hope she dies. It's like, listen, Jasmine, I really want to murder your your aunt, too. But right now, we've got to get out of this hospital. We can kill your aunt later. I promise. Listen, Jasmine, I've watched the past seasons of 24, and I'm going to tell you, things don't tend to go well for people in medically induced comas. <laughs> Especially when they're brought out of the coma to yeah. give an address and then go into a seizure immediately following <laughs> well, the, the doctor- divulgence of that. The doctor was like, if I give her this drug, she'll die. And then later... She's like, give him the, give her the drug, Mini Jack. And this is Jack's training seminar. He's like, okay, Mini Jack, you're not quite up to baby pinching level. Dude. But I think we're ready to fatally resuscitate a suspect. <laughs> I know that sounds like a contradiction <laughs> in terms. <laughs> Only Jack Bauer could manage to resuscitate somebody in order to kill them. Yeah, and she's like, give him the, give her the drug. And the doctor's like, it'll probably kill her. And she's like, you didn't say probably last time. Good enough for me. <laughs> well, she points a gun at him, and he's like, there's not even a moment. This guy is a CIA doctor. Yeah. I imagine he's he's seen some stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, you point a gun at a CIA doctor, wouldn't it just be like, you're, you're going to shoot me? I'm in the CIA. You will disappear forever. Yeah. It won't even matter. Like, they're not going to explain why you shot a doctor at a black site in London. They'll just disappear you, too. Yeah. Just remove all doubt. (laughs) But he's also just like, all right, whatever, man. I think it was like the end of his shift. I wanted to go home anyway. My daughter has football practice. We're in England, so that's soccer. Wait, well, I guess that's in the the second episode. We're doing, like, another double episode thing. Whatever. Because at the beginning of episode seven... Yeah, we kind of jumped straight past the hospital bombing. I guess that's important. Yeah, that's pretty important. It's also important that the sheriff of Nottingham is the man on the other end of the phone. I called it! (laughs) Did I not call it? I I wish it was Tony, (laughs) but I'll accept (laughs) that it was him. You never know, Dave. I'm he hoping for, like, Tony. a Scooby-Doo-style reveal where Julian yeah. Assange pulls off a mask and it's Tony. And that, like, that wasn't even a voice modulator. That was just Tony talking in his normal yeah. voice, finally. <laughs> we found you, Tony. We found you out. 
But why, Sheriff of Nottingham? They why? Have, they're going pretty far afield for only a 12-episode, 24-run. used to have principles. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> he never had principles. That's the whole point. But maybe he did. <laughs> Dave, don't you understand that this is Jack Bauer's, like, redemption tour? That's a Chloe has to realize that the people that don't believe what Jack believes are totally full of crap. Yeah. And Jack has to go on his own Jedi vision quest to choose light side or dark side. Is it wake the bitch up or is it the president's, you know, heroic sacrifice? And I am certain that because this is 24, that will never be resolved and he'll probably just kill the terrorist. Wake the bitch up did feel like strong language. I was like, Jack, I know she's a terrorist, but come on. They got to keep up this with FX, Dave. This is TV. I mean, they already had the bloodied, mangled stump. <laughs> they kept, yeah. like, awkwardly kind of, it was like the cameraman like didn't want to with show it. it. Yeah. It's like, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm almost there. Okay. This appears to be a recent wound. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm an EMT, but oh my yucko. gosh. Call the guys in special effects. This is making me woozy. <laughs> yeah. They Who did was? a good job. Yeah, so they Simone gets hit by a bus, but she's all right, ish. I mean, she's like good what enough. Is that this is what I don't get, right? Simone was able to like run out of a hospital; she was fine. Then she fell asleep in the back of a car, and then all of a sudden, like brain hemorrhaging. Yeah, I guess well, maybe that was happening the whole time. That I, stuff can catch you by surprise. If, it, I don't, you, don't, if you don't give your body time to cool down, it'll keep going until it just breaks. She was in the hospital for a good hour. I feel like yeah. if there was bleeding well, in her brain. <laughs> That's an immediate concern. It doesn't take a whole lot of blood in your brain for doctors to consider it a major problem. Like, she already would have had a hole in her head. Guaranteed. Well, it's a tough gig. Because she's going to the hospital, and her mom's like, how long is it going to take for us to bomb this hospital? (laughs) I'm like, come on, mom. I'm doing my best. She'll never betray me, but if she yeah. does, I'm going to blow up that hospital. Well, she's got, like, the double indemnity plan, too. It's like, okay, we're going to send this guy in with a gun, and not even a silencer. Like, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the, the loadout. I think the idea was not so much that he was going to just shoot her with a gun. It's I, you can I've never tried, but I imagine it is not that difficult to just murder somebody who's completely incapacitated in a hospital bed. Can't. Can't you do that complete, completely dispassionate, like pinch their nose thing? Yeah, just like that cover I've their mouth. I've seen mo- in so many movies. <laughs> Maybe they were expecting a Steven no, dude, Seagal, seriously. like hard to kill scenario where he's like rolling around in the hospital bed, <laughs> pushing the elevator buttons with a broom, <laughs> dude, kicking seriously. people's shotguns out of their heads Simone, while still lying down. Simone, I'm sorry. I had a message from your mother, but then I farted. It smells so bad. You're you're gonna want to be dead anyway. I'm yeah. I can taste it. I'm going to cover your mouth. You, yeah. you don't want to. Just wait. Just wait until the odor passes. The sweet embrace of death is better than this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but. Ooh-wee. That. Also, so Julian Assange is like, all right, you're going to have to clean this up. This guy who knows too much about the fact that you framed Minnie Jack's husband. <laughs> and so Benjamin Bratt. Is like, hey, uh, Roger, Jordan, <laughs> like, what? Are, come on into the office. He's like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I need you to go out to this fucking pier and pick up a package. And he's like, is that in my job description? <laughs> I'm a data <laughs> analyst. Yeah, he's like, thanks you for trusting me, sure. 
So he didn't ask you to go out for coffee. Like, they hit up this dead drop. It's like, we're really overtaxed here, Jordan. Yeah, it did not. Can you help me out, J-Bone? I love how this is the same guy who's smart enough to look for, like, dead sectors in a data file or, like, make yeah. up some, like, ghost partition crap. And he's like, I thought you said they wouldn't be able to recover them from the ghost partition. Well, I didn't know he had the ghost buster trap code stored on a thumb drive. Yeah. Like, it's it was... uh. Was, this is I, uh, the greatest thing about the second episode in this two-part Fast Karate was I imagine that any doctor watching the section where they're reviving Simone probably felt the same way we do whenever they talk about anything computer-related. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, I was like, how many drugs do you have in Twenty Four that wake someone up but also kill them? <laughs> like, I understand that's not the drug killing them; it's like the stress on the body. But I feel like. You guys don't need to be like, this is this is Fintazepam. Wouldn't it be great if they just like snuck it at something and then it's like, this is Lemonazine Marzipanum. Uh, yeah. Did you just say lemon marzipan? Are you putting cookies in her mouth to wake her up? <laughs> it's just like pushing them in. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to give her the Oreo, but I'm not going to give her any of the cream. And she's going to wake up because she wants that cream. All right. It's like, okay, here's what we got. We this got this dry we got Oreo? this can of macarons here, and we're going to put them in her mouth, and then macarons? she's going to jolt awake because they suck. And macarons <laughs> are the worst cookie I said. Maybe it. it's because you should be eating macaroons. That That's a different cookie. <laughs> are you serious? There's two? Yes. Macaron is that garbage French cookie. It's like an... How to explain it? Don't, I'm uh, googling. It's like eating shellac. Oh, you've seen them. You, you know what they? And then <laughs> Are they like those multi multicolored garbage things? Yes. Uh, so you bite into them. You bite into their hey, shellac exterior. But Dave, exterior. you could go to a macaron parlor in oh, Manhattan. Oh, I know. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. I know. I'm googling this from Philadelphia. The first hit takes me to Manhattan in Google Maps. That's how yeah. you know it is some bullshit. <laughs> no, they're the worst. Yeah, you you bite into their like hard coated exterior to find this like disgusting crystalline like vacuum sponge cake inside that like sucks out of the all the air out of your mouth, <laughs> and then it just compresses into this like super dense like cookie asteroid. Like because it's all <laughs> like if you look at the cross section of one of these things, you know they're all like aerated i don't know whatever you want to call it so you bite down on it and then it becomes this like cookie meteor in your mouth they're terrible i don't know why people like them the frosting is never good or whatever the icing i don't know it's like anyway that's why they put those in her mouth and she's like oh gross yucky and she wakes up and starts rubbing her fingers down her tongue ew ew <laughs> And it's like, who's the suspect or whatever? Where do you guys live? <laughs> like, that's the question she has to ask. <laughs> uh, she doesn't have like a wallet or something on her. That's like, she. They, it, se it seems to be they're operating out of their house. Because how many of those mansions could they have? Answer at least two. Because they blew one up. But chances of three seem low. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Anyway, macarons, or sorry, macaroons are all right. Yeah. I don't want to inadvertently get them caught up in the crossfire. Well, I had never even heard of a macaron. I just thought this was another minaret scenario. Oh, no. No, far from it. 
Yeah. It's all too I real. I shouldn't have Joel. doubted you in terms of your knowledge of disgusting <laughs> French my desserts. Cookie, my cookie knowledge. <laughs> Trust me, Joel. I'm sort of an expert on terrible all desserts. All those late that nights at the academy. Finally paying eating off. Eating cookies in the corner of my room while my roommate slept. <laughs> You're you're just eating the macarons and every time you just like you utter a profanity every time you take God, I hate myself and I hate this food. Oh boy. So yeah, they uh they awake her. And then maybe yeah. she dies? We don't know. I'm sure that yeah, we're probably just, she starts coding. No, nah, we're just gonna um We're never gonna hear from Simone again. It's very possible. Her she served her purpose. And possibly also uh, Catelyn Stark has, too. The Dragnet is closing. They've got four episodes to introduce another villain, possibly off this Julian Assange thread. Who's really masterminding both things? Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't put it past 24. (laughs) Seems kind of like right in their wheelhouse. They're like, how does so much shit go wrong on the same day? God damn it. (laughs) It was all mini Jack. (laughs) Yeah. Mini Jack, it was you the whole time? Yes. Yes, it was me, Big Jack. Holding her hands up with the gun in them. She's like, you'll never take me alive. Does that Claire Redfield thing from Co-Veronica. Shoots all the convenient explosive tanks behind Jack. Makes her escape. Then we get another 24 living on the day. I think... It was really weird when it was like became obvious that they were sort of setting up Jack to have these flashes of extreme cruelty and to be somehow called out of it by the president. Yeah, I, I that just I, it was kind of gurgling in the background, and this episode really put a pin in it. I don't know how exactly they're going to uh, have that happen since they already. It was in the preview of the next episode. Like, I guess this that was the seventh episode or the eighth? Uh-huh. I think it was the eighth. In the preview for the ninth episode, at the end of the eighth, they show him throwing that dude out a window. Wait, wait what? One of the, like, actual terrorists? <laughs> yes, her son. Like, it was, okay. I was like, come on, guys, you're spoiling your own show. <laughs> That's why I don't watch the previews. But, I mean, it doesn't but- matter, Dave, because here's the thing they don't show you why he's leaning out the window. How is Jack going to get him to lean out that window so he can be tossed out? <laughs> he's just going to go... That's, that's where the money is. He's like, he's just going to like throw a soda can on the street from like rappelling yeah. down the side of a building. Just drops it five stories down. I thought I, I, thought I heard so I better check oh, out this oh, window. I heard something, mate. <laughs> but Drone bombings are for that, sissies. There's the whole hospital arc. What a Which hospital like, arc. That's, that I, episode was so boring considering how much stuff blew up. Yeah, it, well, it was like, first off, they introduced, she's like, I'm Special Agent Ellen McCarthy, Gov Pip Pip. <laughs> and, and she's like, I'm taking control of this investigation. And I thought she literally existed just so when the assassin revealed himself, she could be like, Oi, bruv, let me see some ID. And before she finished the words coming out of her mouth, He just shot her, like, six times. But she lived. I guess just so we could hand off Yasmin. They're like, here, take this child. We have to run before the drones lock onto our signal. And, (laughs) like, the most... She didn't... Wait, she didn't get shot, did she? 
No, no, I was saying she that when she was like, "Let me see your ID." Oh, I was yeah. like, "You're dead." <laughs> and <laughs> and Jack saved her. And then those dumb Brit security guards shoot the assassin in the chest like ten times. I, I in their defense, he was turning around to shoot them. Yeah, but. I, I was sort of surprised that uh, there wasn't a moment where Jack was like, "No, we need him alive." Because that's usually what happens when the cops shoot somebody in 24. They're only just aware enough to know not to write that line. <laughs> that's the only one they know not to write. Jack looks like, you should have died in his place. The information yeah. he had is more you valuable than his life. moron. <laughs> like, how low does your life have to be to hospital security guard? He, they Eat weren't. More they, donuts. Were, they were police officers assigned to protect... Simone. Oh, were they? Yeah. They, I guess they had police officer clothes and like bulletproof vests on. I just thought British, the British fear culture was so intense strong. that <laughs> yeah. I don't think they even got cameras everywhere, and also their security guards have guns. I feel like the whole point of the cameras vests. is that you don't have to have security guards with guns. It's just like mm. everybody sees everything. Yeah. Although I feel like the only thing the CCT cameras have really increased is the amount of people getting beat up on the london streets i can find on the internet <laughs> i guess we also skipped that jack did some like hardcore finger torture on simone just being like it was it was just weird for me because it was super intense but like low movement he was like hey let me let me check out that let me check out that digit how's it going yeah i'm jack bauer and they like tried to apologize to many just keep squeezing it. Who did this? Your mama? Is your mama doing this to you? Yes. Am I your mama? Yes. Who's your mom? Tell me I'm your mama. Mini Jack's You're my like, mom. Jack. You're my mom. What are you doing? Jack Bauer's my mom. <laughs> Why are you insisting that that person call you their mom? It's, it's a weird sex thing I have. Don't worry about it. That's right. Do you have any idea what it takes to reach climax after the life I've led? I don't know if you know this, but the last person I was romantically involved with got shot by a sniper. And I carried her dying body in my arms, wrapped in a sheet <laughs> from the crappy hotel we ran. It actually looked like a pretty nice hotel. <laughs> so what was your last breakup like? Did your husband betray you? Mm, yeah. Very Did sad. Did get shot before you got very high? trust issues? I hate reality. He's also like, <laughs> I just hate these people. I was like, whoa, Jack, these people. Well, that that's the other. That's like the total, like... Easy, Jack. You're wandering into you know Yoda territory here, setting yourself yeah. up as a strong. I just I hate these people so much. No, Jack. Hate is the power of the dark side. Mm -hmm. Patriotism lets you get away with whatever you want. If you only do yeah. it because you hate somebody, you're just as bad as Margot Al Harazi. Don't you say that to me, Joel? Jack, it's true. <laughs> I had to hear it from Joel. <laughs> That's right. Your number one fan just breaks down sobbing. It's true. It's like love of love of your country is what makes all this murder okay. <laughs> Not hatred of the other guys. Come on, Jack. Jack, come on. Although at, I'm at the this president. point, let's get on a helicopter. At this point, Margot Al Harazi did blow up a hospital. So yeah, dicks <laughs> like some good. They're like no innocent casualties. Well, they never really said that, but it I think the whole point was innocent casualties. Yeah, I guess so. But it's well, that's the nature of all terrorism. You know, it's not like you know any like I'm sure that there's some gloss of reasonableness that you could put on it, or you could make some rationale. But it's all totally paper thin. Well, 
It's all... I don't know about these drones. I think you guys had a good thing going when 24 was about suitcase nukes. Because these drones don't seem to be able to hit anything unless it's the president standing still (laughs) in the middle of a field. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it is pretty remarkable. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it would be difficult to hit a moving target if that moving target were trying to evade your missile strike. Well, maybe you shouldn't have killed Naveed. Yeah, I think that's really number one problem. It's like, listen, Mom, I played a lot of Call of Duty. I can do this. Yeah, I got this. I played that level, like, 400 times. (laughs) He's been watching you? Yeah, that's exactly how training works. Yeah, (laughs) it's like I I know all the keystrokes, Ma. I could definitely fly this drone. It's just like, don't... I'm pretty sure missiles lock onto things of, like, a certain size. It just seems like... Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like missile lock as an idea... Yeah, they'll lock onto things of a certain size. But just, like, if you imagine, in theory, the science behind all that... Yeah. I imagine it's a lot more difficult for the missile to, quote-unquote, lock on and hold steady. Like, if if you're shooting at a car driving down the street with a hundred other cars... And you're at 10,000 feet? <laughs> That's two miles. Yeah, there's a it's good, true. there's a solid chance something could go wrong. Locking on is probably not as accurate as Top Gun or Independence Day has led me to believe. Well, even in, in Top Gun, like, they were getting locked onto, and then it had, like, heat-seeking stuff, which makes sense because jets produce enormous amounts of heat. But who knows? I don't know anything about the science. I just think that... Yeah, it would actually probably be pretty hard to shoot a moving car with a rocket. And they run out of missiles. They use the last one to shoot at Jack Bauer's brick decoy car, which I called sort of, except it wasn't a bus. <laughs> I also love how they, like, rewind it. All right, now enhance. And it's like 24's most magical technology. The drone at 5,000 feet can zoom in on the car and see if anybody's yeah. in the front seat. It is a 5,000X camera. <laughs> Just like, ah. With perfect resolution. Wait a minute, that car is empty. And I even looked at the picture they showed, and I wasn't sure the car was empty. It's like it's on the TV yeah. screen. Got that was HD. kind of the, the big suspension of disbelief <laughs> moment. Is that I looked at that image, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Could go either way. It's like, wait a second. That was an ice cream truck. <laughs> they zoomed in. Yeah. <laughs> some Where, guy that was a cat. Ridiculous <laughs> We've been chasing a cat through London this whole time? It's like, meow. Meanwhile, Simone's like drinking tea, telling them everything she knows. Yeah. With her like severed digit held out in proper teacup stance. Anyway, just please keep the macarons away from me. Yeah. Please, I'll tell you everything you need to know. I also thought that when the big plan is that they park... There's some pretty good Jack Bauer punches innocent bystanders to take their car in this episode. Oh, my It happens, like, gosh. twice. He's like, just follow my lead. My lead is, I'm going to punch this guy who gets out of his car and steal it. I like to think that right before uh, Jack Bauer hits all those people, like, in his head, he hears the opening strains of, like, the Dawson's Creek theme song, and he just <laughs> flashes back to Curtis. It's like, I don't want to wait. He's like, bam! <laughs> This one goes up to you, Big C. He takes a knee, kisses his fingers, points to the sky. He holds both hands up at the sky. (laughs) Jack, we don't have time for this. You don't tell me what to do or you get punched. (laughs) They've got missile lock. I don't want to wait. 
<laughs> and those like construction workers building like the frame of a house just so that all their meticulously organized wood piles. Well, they had just been in an accident. That was the setup. Yeah. Like the builder's truck had somehow carrying around like a frames for the top of a house in the middle of London. Like what the? But whatever. Yeah. That was pretty ridiculous, especially how floppy the A-frame was as it was, like, glancing off the truck. Like, yeah. I, if you hit that many 2x4s, you were at least, at least yeah. going to break a headlight. Shattered window or something. Maybe that's just the power of Jack Bauer. Yeah. Well, how blessed should we be, hashtag blessed, <laughs> that we live in a in an era where he punches two people to take their cars in the same episode? <laughs> He's just like, because when they're under that overpass, he's like, gimme. Get out of the car. And then he yells at the homeless person. It's like, Jack, come on. Oh, he said, don't move. Yes. (laughs) Listen, you fucking bridge troll. (laughs) Just stay down. Mini Jack's just like, what are you doing? And then I'm sitting there, like, they're under that overpass for like, Two or three minutes, and meanwhile, back at base, Ian is like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, it's a fucking missile. If it can't go through the whole bridge, you could probably fire at either side and get satisfactory results. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe they are that precise. <laughs> I don't spend my time Googling missiles. <laughs> it just seems like that bridge was only, like, 20 feet long. <laughs> or wide. Like... A missile would probably still do some shit. I guess they were working with their last one. Maybe you guys had Naveed, you could add two drones around. (laughs) Yeah. He's like multitasking the drones, WASD on both keyboards. (laughs) I was promised ten drones simultaneously. Yeah, it does seem really weird that they could only get one drone nearby since all of them have been heading at London for four hours and they were only in Northern Europe. I don't know what their AI is. I don't know if you could be like, hey, drone, go over here. No, yeah, that's exactly what you can do. I mean, fly-by-wire has been a thing in jets forever, where there's computers on jets that make all sorts of decisions about how they fly quicker yeah. than the human brain can. That's why we can just, like fly jets that go so fast. So, if- Just like RoboCop. Don't watch the new RoboCop. <laughs> You're probably smarter than me and weren't going to. <laughs> I was definitely not. I was like, this does not look like... Oh, it sucks. Dread. It's bad. In that it will be better than the first, as if such a thing were possible. Yeah. I feel like the new RoboCop like... would have to be like... I mean, the 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 old RoboCop I would be comparing it to, for it to be like Dread, would have to be like RoboCop 3. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just how we can make this okay. It's like there were no ninjas, there were no jetpacks. <laughs> Wait, that sounds you like a good told movie. Me... Why was RoboCop 3 so bad? <laughs> You told me Ninja would kill Robocop. <laughs> no, yeah, that was a bad movie. Uh, it was really bad. Uh, it was just especially it was, more the they like arm was, all the hooligans and they're like in mohawks and stuff, and it's just literally what Middle America imagined all of the terrible things in the world looked like, in, without realizing that you know the people responsible for the savings and loan scandal were in suits. And yeah. we're OCP. That's the worst thing about that movie. I just, man. Robocop. Political message. What the heck? The first one was actually pretty incisive. 
three yeah. was just all over the place. Well, that's, I mean, that's what's, I'm not, you're not going to hit that, like, same level of satire as that first RoboCop. I did not come into this movie expecting that. But in absence of that, I thought maybe there would be, like, some good bullet shooting or something. Dave, uh, I knew it was going to be awful as soon as I saw his human hand. I was like, we're done. Yeah. Oh, you know what? So they just, the arm that hand is connected to is gone. Like, he doesn't have a body so much as he has a sack that holds his lungs and heart in. Okay. Connected to his head. And then there are parts where they disassemble the, like, RoboCop frame when he's sitting in the chair. And the hand is just sort of floating there in space. Like, they got a specific hand rest. I think it exists just so he can shake people's hands with a human hand. No, it's so stupid. And the reason I bring that up is because, like, the major plot point is that they already have robots that can do this sort of law enforcement work, but they're like, no, we need a human touch. But by making the human touch, it makes his response time worse. And they're like, how do we make it better? And the decision is to, like, turn off his human brain and let the computer handle everything in combat situations, which, like, fine. But, like, Gary Oldman is the scientist behind the whole RoboCop thing, and he's, like, the biggest flip-flopper of all time. Like, he starts out, and he's, like, Mr. Uh, humanitarian Cybernetics for Amputee guy. And then they're like, all right, we're going to pay you a lot of money to make us RoboCop. And he's like, mm, uh, no, I want to stay true to my principles. And they're like, all right, we need you to erase this guy's brain. And he's like, mm, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> For no reason. Like, all they would have had to do is be like, we're going to cut off your grant money or whatever. Just usual action movie plot stuff. Mm -hmm. But that never gets said, so he just looks like the most indecisive person. He's like, okay, executing pro program, uh, delete RoboCop's brain. <laughs> and then, like, at the end of the movie, he's like, no, we have to turn his brain back on. Because Michael Keaton is bad. But he didn't even seem that bad by today's corporate overload standards, <laughs> to be quite honest. Until the very end of the movie. <laughs> he actually seemed like an okay guy. Uh, deleting RoboCop's brain aside. <laughs> like, <laughs> compared to a lot of Fortune 500 CEOs, I'm sure that's not even that bad. <laughs> also, I was just really confused because, like, the original RoboCop's view of Detroit was actually somewhat prescient, given the total disintegration of that city. But this one's... It actually looks pretty nice. <laughs> like, there's not, there doesn't really seem to be this widespread crime element uh and a lot of this the city looks pretty happy except for this one like organized crime gang who are selling guns but i'm not really sure to whom <laughs> and i really thought they could have just brought kurtwood smith back as a bad guy like he hasn't really aged that much <laughs> even though it's been like 30 years that's because he, he already looked like he was off. you know 80 yeah. years old in the original he was 24 years old in the original robocop uh, yeah, don't go see that movie. Anyway. Done and done. Jack Bauer put a brick on the accelerator, <laughs> and I got so psyched. <laughs> and I was wondering why he was going over to that pile of hobo filth, and I could not let myself believe that that's what was going to happen. And then it did. And the day was won. And then Jordan, Pete, whatever the analyst's name is, <laughs> Samuel, he's like, Hey, is anybody here? I'm here to pick up a package. 
pretty sweet boathouse. I mean, it's not as big as the one from Highlander, but it looks pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, pretty he gets cool. shot in the back, falls into the river, and then the hitman calls Benjamin Brad. He's like, I think I got him. Benjamin Brad's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're a hitman. You shot an unarmed man from behind. <laughs> like, how hard can it be? Also, how does he get out of the water? I mean, it's like a shoulder wound that hits him, like, right in the shoulder joint. He finds one of those convenient, like, video game canal offputs to, like, climb off of. Like, yeah, there's just, like, a little staircase down. So I guess those things really exist in case you accidentally fall into the canal. What do they have in terms of an antiseptic you can immediately inject into your bullet wound to save yourself from whatever disgusting thing is in that London canal? Yeah. You just got to pray that, like, whatever noxious pollutants are in there are somehow also canceling out the amount of human feces you were just swimming around in. Yeah, I think an eel just swam into the bullet wound. That's all right. They'll this clean it out. They're now. like maggots. It's it's all right. Yeah. They only eat the dead flesh and the bullets. <laughs> it's an old British medical trick from the Great War. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that that assassin is super inept. Not only yeah. does he fail to shoot the guy in the back correctly, he then like gets hit in the head with a wrench. Mm-hmm. And then he stabs him in the other shoulder, I think. That's like but, Jordan's great fucking plan. He calls, he's like, hey, uh, shit's gotten pretty real here. I need you to send me to pick oh, someone God, up. I should have stayed at my desk. Oh, God. And then, yeah, it's like, I was downloading Game of Thrones. I was so looking forward to the season finale. Uh, I thought maybe, 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 I don't know, they would resolve a plot line. <laughs> nope. So, but the thing is, he knew, because he, like, hides in the warehouse. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, he was on to him, because he calls somebody else and says, like, somebody is trying to kill me, he's the only one who knows. Who does he call? Oh, no, he no. says that to the assassin. Yeah. Like, why are you telling the assassin that you know why he's there to kill you? Yeah. he's. You don't have to share this information with the assassin. I don't. And I don't even know why it's beneficial for the audience to know that he knows that, that Navarro is the, the one who sent the assassin. Like, that, that whole line doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter. And he's got these... The assassin has two guns. And he gets both of them after he... Wings him with the wrench. But fails to, like, and then, check and see if the safety's on while the yeah, guy's unconscious. That's, it's like, the fucking oldest trick in the book. Dude being like, did you, did you check the safety? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna now. Fucking knife. Oh, I didn't throw it into your neck or anything. <laughs> Even though you're, like, two feet away. Why does everybody with guns stand so close? Yeah, he could have just taken a step back and that guy would have just, like, lunged up and got shot after he turned the safety off. Yeah. There's no... <laughs> yeah, he, wasn't he laying down, too? He was on his knees. Okay. I thought he was, like, laying down. I was like, wow, that guy does some crunches. Well, then they have, like, a snuggle fight where the assassin puts the knife in him, and he's like, pew, pew, and they're both uh, like, dead, This is maybe. the worst assassin ever. Does he really believe that there are, like, on the inside? Now, I get that if you stab somebody in one of the armpits, you might, you know, pierce an important artery. That's not where he stabbed him. He just keeps on, like, hitting this dude in the shoulders. It's like, does yeah. anybody does anybody in a knife class explain center of mass? Like, when you're going to stab somebody, try to hit them center of mass. <laughs> well, it was his first job. Everybody's got to start somewhere. He was an up-and-coming assassin. He really had a lot of pluck. 
He was determined to prove himself that he could handle the CIA black black ops. <laughs> what do you call it when the CIA hires assa- unaffiliated assassins <laughs> to clean up their black ops? I don't even know. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he's probably dead, but I can't imagine. Like, it looks like he's dead Who? at the end of that episode. Jordan. No, he's not dead. I well, I he, I guess he can't. He's be, just exhausted. Otherwise, that yeah, no. plot. It doesn't even look like he's breathing at the end. Which, like, the cutaways at the end of the episode are showing, like, Simone. It's like, who cares? <laughs> yes. Her arc is finished. <laughs> they keep on trying to bring you back in with, like, the totally beat-up hot redhead. They're like, look at how beat-up this hot redhead is. <laughs> are we going to show you her next episode? Maybe. May- but probably, probably not. We're going to show you her mom. <laughs> We're going to show you Caitlin Stark getting murdered, though. Yeah, okay, so, but here we've saved the biggest part of the episode for last. She's like, President, hand yourself over, be in the middle of the pitch at 7 p.m. He's at like, Wembley okay, I Stadium. Need... I just, what, what is a pitch? A pitch. I just need to know that. A pitch is a, uh, a soccer field, well, I, a soccer pitch. I know. <laughs> but uh, the president? I assume the president, he's like, what is, I... What is what is football? I'm a sorry. pitch? No, <laughs> How can I be in the middle of a pitch? When I mean, if like you want me to ride, if the on pitcher a stops, that's a balk. I don't. It does. Is Wembley Stadium even a baseball field? Yeah. Or do you mean pitch like tar? I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, but he's like, okay, Jack. Let me break it down to you. I've been diagnosed with super Alzheimer's. I'm pretty much effed. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's. It's not. I mean, I guess Alzheimer's is rough, but wow, that's tough yeah. stuff. I mean, you could have given. I choose to go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Like when he's taking his baseball hat off yeah, and his glasses, bon he puts on the headphones. Down in a blaze of glory. And Jack's like, hey, Mr. President, this isn't just about you. And he's like, I know it's not about me, but I want to be fussy. I'm the president. I've earned it. There's a thousand people. Here's my, you know, letter of recognition post-dated for before I'm assassinated. And then he goes to see Audrey one last time. She's like, hey, what's up, president? My dad. Uh, I know you you have Alzheimer's and you're prone to weird reminiscing sessions while your mind is still about you. But I'm kind of in the middle of something. Total cat's cradle scenario, Dave. Total cat's cradle scenario. Was that like her actual mom? Because that woman looked just like her. I don't know. I <laughs> I was like, it's an identical Audrey. Yo, how come they could this? They found it like they've rummaged up a picture of Audrey's actual mom, but they can't find a picture of an SUV that really looks empty. <laughs> He's like, okay, Jack, I'm doing this. I'm turning myself in, and you're like, yeah, right. And Jack's in there like, we got to cut the tracking device out of your arm, Mr. President. And then he makes, like, the most bizarre animalistic sounds. He's like, James, what? Jack, you're slicing me. Jeez, Jack. You get, what did he said? You did enough. He said, like, you've done it. You did enough damage as a federal agent. I'd hate to see what you, if you became a surgeon. hi yeah. like, Hey, Mr. President, can we not talk about all the people I've murdered some pointlessly. Like, yeah, maybe we could shut the F up while I'm cutting into your arm and getting ready to, you know, hand you over to a missile. Yeah. 
Just put the fucking baseball cap on. He just throws it at him. <laughs> the baseball cap disguise. No one will recognize the president no of the United States. No one will know. Now. Put on this windbreaker. The president would never be caught dead in a windbreaker. I'll probably take a helicopter to Wembley Stadium. Do not have to, like, you know, have a flight pa- plan or anything. Even though it's yeah. the president's helicopter. They're like, hey, Mr. President, you called for a helicopter, no pilot. <laughs> It's like, yep, thank you, Tim. It's like, they don't need, do they even show the helicopter landing? Like, I don't think there's a helicopter pad near Wembley Stadium. He's like, it's going to take us ten minutes to get there. Why is that? Well, it would only take us five minutes to walk, but we have to fly five additional <laughs> minutes to find another helicopter pad. Yeah. Listen, Jack, I just don't like the idea of anybody using my helicopter ever again. We need to hide <laughs> yeah. it. In fact, so they can't get it. This is my helicopter, Jack. You just cover it with garbage Whatever bags they... and like empty pizza boxes. <laughs> Whatever they find of me after the missile blows me to pieces, bury it in the helicopter. <laughs> just drop it in the middle of the ocean or something. Give me a Viking burial in a helicopter. <laughs> Pick up whatever Sir, I don't bone think the and skull are left. Float. There's no pontoons. Listen, Jack. Just because I asked for a Viking burial, do not put pontoons on my helicopter. The helicopter <laughs> yeah. must be unmolested. Respect the chop, Until it is Jack. destroyed. <laughs> at which point, I will rest at ease with Jesus flying co-pilot <laughs> in my helicopter. <laughs> He's trying to explain to him, no, Jack, whatever aircraft the president is on is Air Force One. <laughs> Even when I'm dead, it's still Air Force One. It's transitive. <laughs> Can you imagine what happens when I show up to the pearly gates in a helicopter? St. Peter's going to shit himself. Oh, oh my God. I just remembered the most crucial part of the Jordan assassination attempt. The expert CIA black ops assassin doesn't turn his ringer off. <laughs> like, that's how Jordan gets his on to him. He's like, oh, my cell phone. Hey. What do you mean? What's vibrate? What's all this thing? Which is, <laughs> which is also the plot of World War Z. They're like, okay, guys, we're going to have oh to be gosh. really quiet in this rainstone. And that's when, like, the Brad Pitt's self- wife is like, yes. I think I'm going to call my husband. I'm so worried. Uh, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Can you imagine that, how like, bad those soldiers would have rolled him out? <laughs> yeah. God, he would be begging to get turned over to the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin Stark's like, yeah, even if a so-called terrorist can keep her words. Can we call her Caitlin Alharazi just to completely confuse? Yeah. <laughs> Just bring us, just, just bring it all full circle. I just like mishmash <laughs> them up. Yeah, so she's like, I'm legit, man. Plus, we don't really have that many missiles left. But I think they have many missiles left. Yeah, I think they probably. They I, mean, lo- I mean, like even one drone. missile hitting like a bus. Yeah. That's enough. Pretty Terrorist rad. attack confirmed. Because the real terror of this whole situation is having seized the drones in the first place. You've already so shaped world. Like, finally, a terrorist attack that shapes world policy, not in a way that just ends up having some, like, 500,000 people killed in a civil war. Like, it's actually, like, the end of drones as we know them. Yeah, because one blew up the president. (laughs) That's right. Wait, you're telling me a drone blew up the president? Wait, but the drones are on our side? I don't get it. I don't, what? 
president's walking out from behind. He's like, okay, Jack, I just have one question before I go. What's football? And Jack's <laughs> He's like, Mr. Mr. President, we're right in the middle of the World Cup. <laughs> like, you must have heard about Jack. it. It's trending on Twitter. <laughs> What's Twitter, Jack? Come on! <laughs> Jack, I don't have time for your tweeting! <laughs> yeah, it's like live tweeting. Hashtag President Grove Strike. <laughs> OMG. Totally just Instagram president getting blown yeah. up. Hashtag YOLO. Dirt from the Hashtag missile that blew up the president all over my neck. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag hashtag Jack Bauer Resurrection 2012. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? This is Jack. what I want to happen. So they're going to result. This is how they get like the the deeper evil, Dave. This is what's going to happen. Margot Harazi and her whole crew get wiped out in the next episode. Uh-huh. The final. What are we at? We're at ten now. So no, this is not. All right. So, so the next only, one is nine. Four episodes left. So the the next yeah. four episodes are Mark. Trying to hand him over to the Russians and then jacketing his revenge on Mark. Maybe. How awesome would that Mark, be? Mark, you're so dumb. So you're saying it's like, literally like smashes. Jack doesn't even have a gun. It's just like Mark running through the streets of London and Jack pursuing him Jason style yeah. at a walking pace. This guy's crazy. <laughs> he's like he's like somebody like knocking over front of him. trash cans. <laughs> it's just Jack marching. tripping over small dogs. <laughs> Keep him away from me. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, Stephen Fry's not going to help you, and no one in England is, because Stephen Fry gets on the radio and is like, this guy's a total D-bag. Jack Bauer saved all of your lives. I hereby <laughs> declare, according to the Queen, that Jack Bauer yeah. can beat this man's ass in public until he is dead. <laughs> the, the Queen says it was okay. It's covered in banana peels and, like, <laughs> old spaghetti. It's like... Jack, no, you don't have to do this. I don't know. We don't even know what British food is. Like, what British food would be in a trash can? Tater tots. <laughs> the scotch That's egg. That's the ultimate insult. Jack finally catches up to him on a dead-end alley. He's given up. He fish, he tries to scramble over chips. the wall, but he just he flails back into the corner. It's like, fine, Jack, you win. Do your worst. Jack doesn't even kill him. He's just like, you've got spotted dick on your chin. And then he walks yeah. away. Bangers and mash. <laughs> Oh, and then he kisses Audrey right in front of him. They might yeah. actually just straight up do it right in front of him. Oh, Jack, come on. I know I tried to sell you out to Audrey, the Russians. Audrey, look at My him. My intentions were pure. Look at him while we make love. Tell him I'm better. Watch him cry. Make him cry by Audrey you watching him cry. For like four years. <laughs> you, you were basically a walking zombie. <laughs> Living zombie. A zombie. You just described a zombie. (laughs) The walking, living zombies. (laughs) Not like those dead, not walking zombies. What do you call them? Corpses. Yeah. And it's like, I just felt like, I know killing the president with a drone is poetic justice. But it seems so impersonal. Yeah. Are you really going to feel satisfied after you do it? Well, I mean, that's, she, it's, it's the irony of it. She's she, even though she converted to, to Islam and she was living in the Middle East as a British for, person, I think she has a strong taste for the dramatic. And there's yeah. a certain completeness to killing the dude that killed your husband with a drone. 
And then, like, the last shot of the episode is the drone readout being like, target status, president destroyed. <laughs> and I was like, how does the drone know? <laughs> well, it doesn't say president. Wouldn't it be funny if it did say president? Yeah. We programmed this. It, it was like 30 lines of code. It, was, it wasn't that much. <laughs> Wait, how she, like, looks over to son's like, how'd you make it say that? And it's like, it's like, I don't know. You just have to, like, right-click on nothing and then say select destroyed scroll bar thing. It was super easy. Yeah. Just like right clicks, it brings up Windows Personalization Manager. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, we got President, Prime Minister, Chief of Staff. The whole thing, basically. Basically, they were just oh, preparing right. and, America for its inevitable civil war. Yeah. Well, they figured they might as well program it in while they still had the government contract. <laughs> just in case it was going to come up. And then Chloe shows up for like 10 seconds at the end of the episode. You used to think what we did was important, Chloe. Can you be less clingy right now? I'm in a pub working off of this yeah. laptop trying to stop well, drone strikes. Jack calls her and he's like, I don't exactly have an ideal working situation. Wait, also, I'm still in the show, I guess. <laughs> it's like, Chloe, no one has an ideal working situation. Somehow, none of us are clear on this. We still rely on you. Yeah, at least you can order a nice play the chips yeah while you do your hacking and then he calls her no joke i had to turn the subtitles on because i could not understand the word he said because she snaps at him because she thinks it's jack calling him back and i was it sounded like he said it's deli and i was like is this their pet name or something yeah i turned off those captions and what he's actually saying is steady yeah it's <laughs> just like it's like yeah, carry on, gov. <laughs> it's the jelly. It's Your jelly. sandwich is ready. It's jelly or marmalade. <laughs> it's belly. It's be- <laughs> the band belly from the nineties. <laughs> oh, what's the song about the tree? I had to listen to the tree. I can't remember that song by Belly. I think that's for the best. Sure. <laughs> Sheriff of Nottingham, this is not the time for our weird quasi-sexual injury. Well, I don't even know why he's calling her. He's got some stuff going on. Like, the fact yeah. that he's a CIA mole middleman is about to yeah, be revealed. Yeah, you think terrorism and murder conspiracy disintegrating before your very eyes. I don't even like think, like, priority. whatever her name is. Where is Anime Girl? Or is she the ringleader? What, her, what did you call She's something Chan, right? <laughs> it's just, I don't something. Ch- I mean, he's Julian John. <laughs> no, Julian Coon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's real. Julian Coon. No. You are a just... South Asian British immigrant. Why do you talk like this? <laughs> Sitting in the dark, illuminated by a dim bulb with her fingers tented. She's like, Totemo Kekaku. <laughs> And this is all just some Death Note BS. Yes. He's like, I take a potato chip and I eat it. (laughs) Which is like, if you ever need to discredit why Death Note is a bad show, I really feel like you just have to reference that. The fact that somebody in that show said, here's my super awesome plan. I'm narrating it to myself because if anybody knew my super awesome murder plan, I'd be arrested. I take a potato chip, and I eat it. Wasn't it, I didn't watch any of Death Note. It's pretty dumb. 
<laughs> this is after the police are like sort of onto him, or maybe... how could they even be onto him? He writes names in a book, and then people die. You cannot convict someone of that. That's, it's it may impossible. Be under, under Japanese maritime law. <laughs> like, what, Did he do it on a boat? Well, how do you even prove that? And if, the, if you can prove it, that means multiple people on planet Earth have this power, and it's somehow verifiable. In which Maybe case, he just has a really morbid uh, desire to write down how people died and when. Yeah, or he could just like be copying names out of the obituaries and just writing a different yeah. date on them. What do you... It's yeah. not like carbon dating works like that on ink. It's like we can – when was this written? Uh, sometime in the last thousand years? What do you want from me? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean uh, maybe it's av- – I don't remember how Death's, Death Note works. I, I understand that it's a show where like the stupidest is sort of the premise of the show. But it's like he's like, okay, they're on to me. They've got like a security camera in my room. If anybody's watching me – I've got a portable TV that I put in this bag of potato chips that's showing me people I want to murder on TV. Like, I've got to tune to the news. So I'm just doing my homework, just doing my homework. Oh, I'm going to go get a potato chip, leaning over, leaning over my chair to get a potato chip. Oh, there's somebody I want to murder, write his name down. Back to trigonometry. (laughs) And so, yeah. Wait, so is it literally he just writes down people's names and they die? That's it? Yes. Yeah, you write down the name, when, and how they oh. die. And if you don't specify, they just have a heart attack. Why would you ever specify? I don't know, in <laughs> case you really want somebody to get hit by a bus. It's like, this like is me. the fifth person to be ripped apart by gorillas in Tokyo. It seems weird, because we don't really have that many. It's how do these like, apes keep escaping? They keep leaving the zoo. It's a perfect crime, Dave, because they, they suspect the zookeeper. But they keep putting down the apes. Where the where do the new apes come from? I would just put on like hit by you know plane debris. You just write Donnie Darko. <laughs> yes, that's the cause of death. <laughs> but instead of plane debris, they die from trying to eat a Donnie Darko. <laughs> They're like, ow, it's so sharp in my throat. Oh my gosh. That's why Death Note wrote down President Drone Strike. <laughs> President <laughs> Audrey's dad, Drone Strike. Yeah. Drone Strike. No, I'm sorry. That's not specific enough. Now we can't say that anymore. Except maybe if they get a funeral. What do you mean? He's former funeral. President Audrey's dad. Former. Well, no, I think you're just always the president, even when you're Yeah, not and you're anymore. always Audrey's dad, Dave. Yeah. I'm always going to be your papa. I'm always going to be your pops, Audrey. Whenever you need anything... Come to the small box that holds my incinerated ashes. Ask me for guidance from the great beyond. From Valhalla. Jack, you burned that helicopter, right? <laughs> Mr. President, come on. I want a cargo container again. They're shipping me back to Russia. China is deciding. Russia and China are deciding the exact way they're going to bisect me. So they can have mutual and equitable satisfaction. The Chinese ambassador keeps on posting articles online how my balls are an aphrodisiac. Yeah, he's really stirring up the populace. It hasn't really taken hold in the urban centers yet, but the rural culture is ablaze with desire for Jack Bauer's balls. And frankly, I can't blame him. Ah, come on, Jack. That's the last image that's going to be in my head as I die from a drone missile. 
<laughs> I like the fucking dopey-ass look he's got on his face, too. When he's standing in the middle of the field, he's like, Oh, just waiting for a missile to hit me. Like, I bet he was thinking, uh, maybe, I wonder if I'll hear them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they... Uh, they spared no expense on those garbage-looking CG explosives, too. Yeah, those were bad. Even in the hospital one, they were super bad. Yeah. It really was like, well, that's a CG pile of dirt. I know you guys are TV, but you're, like, prestige TV. Come on, what's more prestigious than 24? Well, especially, like, a 12-part miniseries. Like, you already saved money not shooting half the show. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I figure that probably gets them half as much ad revenue, too. Or zero ad revenue for me, because it doesn't seem that Fox.com shows ads. So as soon as Spankmister gave me that tip, I left Hulu in the dust. I was like, peace out. Really? Fox.com doesn't show ads? I haven't that seen any. That seems impossible. It, it seems entirely possible that... <clears throat> I don't know. I watch it. I watch it at work, so... I don't know if I have ad block installed on my computer. <laughs> I have no idea. But at the very least, they're not circumventing it. But that's 24, I guess. We lost a good man today. R.I.P. President Audrey's dad. R.I.P. Jordan's assassin. <laughs> who almost got it, but he's, <laughs> he had so much ketchup on his hands from the hot dog he was eating. <laughs> that he Wait, that's the guy. Gun. That's a okay. <laughs> It's like fumbling oh, geez. for his Oh, she's, she's like wiping his hands <laughs> on his pants. <laughs> holding the gun in his mouth as he tries to get his hands clean. Oh, you messed this one up again, Stevenson. Trying to go try the same thing with the KGB. He's like, look at my, my look at my facial hair, doesn't I? My bald head. I just must be an assassin, right? Like, yeah, I guess we'll give you a shot. He's like, yeah. This time for sure. This time's the charm. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Just believe in yourself. Come on, stop sweating. Stop sweating. Did my phone go off? Did I put my phone on? <laughs> yeah. Did I put my phone on silent? Fuck, mom. Come on. <laughs> I, already, I already told you I was coming for meatloaf. <laughs> you don't have to call to confirm. Oh... Sweaty assassin. <laughs> Sweaty so hot nervous. dog eating assassin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Let's so clap. Hey. One, two. I decree to live as life is simply taking and not giving. England is mine. It owes me a living. But ask me why and I spit in your
Secret Service doesn't check on the president's transponder signal very often, Jack. Honest. We can't afford to take that chance. It's got to come out. It's going to hurt, sir. Yikes! Sorry, sir. You've done enough damage as a federal agent, Jack. Thank God you didn't become a surgeon. Did you remember to tell your staff that you wanted to remain undisturbed?